You're listening to 100.9 The Heat, Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, the High Desert's number one music station with Mel Slay. Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to this hour of Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, where we praise, honor, and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with the Word of God and the soulful witness of Christ. The Bible says he hung his head and, and died on a cross, was buried in a grave, and rose up on the third day to save sinners, you know, people just like you and me. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. I've got uh, some of the world's best gospel music and a very special word of God for you today. The Reverend Dr. Brian Skinner from Bethany Baptist Church in West Los Angeles has a special message for us today entitled Reclaiming the Joy of Fatherhood. And all that will be coming up in this hour with some of the best gospel music in the nation. So let's get started with... Morette Brown-Clark from her CD entitled Awesome God on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. Mm. Anybody know that he's an awesome God? Song says, you are so great and mighty. You're my heart's desire. My heart's desire. You're my strength and power. My strength and power. Song says, you are an awesome you God. You're a loving Savior. You're the one I worship. Yes, God, you are an awesome God. Come on, get that in your spirit. Song says, You are so great and mighty. And you're my heart's desire. You are my strength and
and powerful God. Yes, God. You know, he has truly, as a father, he has truly blessed me with some wonderful people in my family. I mean, a wonderful wife, wonderful children, and I know it's all done by grace, and I, I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done for me. And my brothers and sisters, especially you fathers out there, take the time to give the Lord some glory today. Where would I be if grace had never rescued me and taken place to shaping up my filthy life? I would be a shame, a mess, null and void of no effect if the love of Jesus had never opened my eyes. Now I stand to declare this grace Lift my voice and sing your praise With hands of praise Where would I be? Where could I go? What would I say If it had not been for grace? I fall broken in faith, ashamed and yes, disgrace that had not been for grace. I'm telling you, I was a working man. God, I praise you. When nothing else could help. Grace, grace, oh, Lord, oh, When nothing else could help. Think about his love and his grace toward you. When nothing else could help. 
Father today. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. You're listening to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus on 100.9 The Heat. Oh, 
Ranch Allen Group on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. It's all about giving God the glory for Father's Day. Hallelujah. Praise His wonderful now we're name. we're here to encourage you to walk into your new season, a season of freedom and a season of victory. Here it is. By the hand of the Almighty, I've been set free, healed, delivered, made complete. Now I'm walking in victory. Adrian, won't you help me sing it? By the hand of the Almighty, I've been set free, healed, delivered, made complete. Now I'm walking in victory. We're going to sing that again. By the hand. Now, come on, lift it up. By the hand, I've been set free. Oh, now I'm walking in victory. Oh, said I'm walking in victory. Said I'm walking in victory. Walking in victory. Got my joy back. Oh, I'm walking in victory. Said I'm walking in victory. 
We've got Dr. Brian Skinner coming up with a word from the Lord in just a few minutes. Dr. Brian Skinner is from Bethany Baptist Church in West Los Angeles, and he has a very special a Father's Day message entitled The Joy of Fatherhood coming up in just a few minutes. You know, every now and then I check the charts for new music that's coming up in the top 20 and there's a couple of tracks that I think you guys might like so I'm going to introduce them to you. One from Lisa Knowles and the other one from Renee, Renee Spearman and Hezekiah Walker. Yeah, they joined hands and put together a great track. So here are two brand new CDs or new music to the record list from Lisa Knowles and Renee Spearman and Hezekiah Walker. The first one is Great Big God and the other one is I Love Him.
Renee Spearman and Hezekiah Walker from their latest CD entitled I Love Him. And ahead of that, it was Lisa Knowles, Great Big God. So that's some brand new music that we're adding to the playlist. I truly hope that you enjoyed it. Next week, we'll have more uh, great uh, brand new music for you. I'm going to add some new music to the uh, list each and every week. Now it is time for a word from the Lord, my brothers and sisters, and we've got a very special Father's Day message from the Reverend Dr. Brian Skinner from the Bethany Baptist Church in West Los Angeles. It's entitled, Reclaiming the Joy of Fatherhood. Good day, and my name is Reverend Brian Skinner, former president of the Baptist Union of Trinidad and Tobago, and an ordained minister of the Bethany Baptist Church of West Los Angeles. Today I want to wish all the fathers and all the young men who are to be fathers a happy Father's Day. Today my message I want to share is one called Reclaiming the Joy of Fatherhood, a church's urgent ministry. May I repeat that again? Reclaiming the joy of fatherhood, which is a church urgent ministry. In the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4 to 6, the writer states, Remember the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded him in Hobrid for all Israel, which the statutes and the judgments. Behold, I will send you Elisha the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. And then in the book of Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30, the writer states, So I sought for a man among them, who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. And last of all, in the book of Luke chapter 23, verse 46, Jesus states, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Heavenly Father, bless these words that you have written and you have authorized and I come seeking your authorization as I make my declaration before the listening order or audience so they may hear what you have said so it may touch our spirits renew our mind and put us in an urgent initiative to fulfill your wishes so you will not have to come and smite the earth with a curse I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name the message we have before us today is one that is important. It's an urgent one for the church because it's the last words that were uttered in the Old Testament before God went quiet for some 400 years and then the appearance of his son to make a way back to the Father. It's important because it says, least I come and strike the earth with a curse. God has given us a chance. And in this dispensation, he's given the church a chance.
to begin to work with the hearts of the fathers and the hearts of the children, that there will be a reconnection, a bonding again. For the children came up, the came out the lines of the father into the womb of the mother. And the Bible says, Lo, children are a gift from God, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. The children God owns. We as parents, and in particular, I'm speaking to the fathers and all the males of our day, I'm speaking to them. We have the opportunity to be stewards of the fruit of the womb that God has given to us as our children. And God is saying that we need to reclaim the joy of fatherhood. I remember when I first came back to my country and I went once seeking to buy a gift for my father. And I was having difficulty finding papers, the wrapping paper that says Happy Father's Day. And I inquire why aren't there enough paper wrong so I can buy? And the clerk called the manager and the manager informed me. He said, sir, when I buy paper for Father's Day, it takes me three to four years to sell it, but not so for Mother's Day. Mother's Day, all the wrapping paper is gone. It appears like fathering has turned, have fall on, fallen on difficult times. Poor fathering is a major cause for societal breakdown. Fathering yet is still one of the most important challenges that will face any man. It was God himself who sets the theme and sets the compass and sets the focus for the importance of fathering. But we now find ourselves where fathering needs to be reclaimed, not just fathering, but the joy of fatherhood we want to reclaim. I want to talk about the challenge. I also want to talk about accessing your authority to fulfill your responsibility. And I also want to talk about reclaiming your fathering territory. The first scripture I want to put before you, because the author said that we need to go and turn the hearts of the fathers towards the hearts of our children and the hearts of the children. Love is on a two-way street. And we as fathers need to, to take that initiative. It's a challenge. But a challenge is like running a hurdle race. We need to be taught how to step over those hurdles and finish the race, but finish it in excellence. We need, therefore, to access God's authority to fulfill our responsibility of reclaiming the joy of fatherhood. So how do we do that? Let's get, we need to get our divine authorization if we are going to accomplish this. In other words, we need to check with God so he can authorize us how to do it and the manner in which we ought to initiate and execute our responsibility. So can I ask you to turn to the book of Ephesians and Colossians so we can get some kind of insightfulness in how we should do this. And in Colossians chapter, or should I say Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, it states, Blessed be God the Father 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. And then in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, the writer states, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Here we have a clear example of us seeking God's authority, God's authorization. Why do we do it there in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? Because that's where we get to know who we are in Christ. When we go there, that's where we do it through prayer and through worship. That's where God gives us a chance to look in the mirror of the word so he can tell us who we are. In fact, if we look in the mirror of Psalms 8 and verse 3 to 6, it says, For you have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. What is man? Then it ends and say, how excellent is your name in all the world. Because God have made us in such a unique way to reflect his, his image and glory, we should be excited to take his name and make it excellent in all the earth. And one way we can make his name known is as we demonstrate our responsibilities as fathers on earth as it is in heaven. That's why when we pray, we say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Fathering is one of the greatest opportunities we as men, we as male, and that's why the prophets say he will turn the hearts of the fathers. Why didn't he mention the mothers? May I make an observation here? He didn't mention the mothers because the mothers never moved. It is the men who moved. And therefore, the men have to realign themselves back. And as we seek those things that are above, where Christ is, then he empower us to re-enter earth with a new perspective, with new divine authority, so we can take some initiative to fulfill our responsibility. So now, what next do we do? We have access, our authority, then we need to reclaim our fathering territory. How do we do that? Jeremiah 29, 7 says, And seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it, for it is its peace you will, so for in its peace you will have peace. So God is saying, even though we are living in a difficult situation like in Jeremiah, your responsibility, my responsibility of a father is to seek the betterment of that community. And someone is saying, well, how do we go about doing that? Well, I am so glad. We need to then 
put and exercise some what I call Colossians initiative. Because in the book of Colossians chapter chapter 3, and I'm reading from verse 9, 10, it says, in verse 10 it says, or 9, do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with its deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, Scythian, barbarian, but uh, a slave, nor free, but Christ in all and in all. Therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. We are to put on this new man, and it's this new man who will go to reclaim the joy of fatherhood. He, this new man has two things going for him that will help him to sustain and establish consistency. He has character, which describes the mental model he will use to determine his actions. He also has competency, which will determine his ability to do something well measures against a common standard that God wants. And when he does this in excellence, he establishes himself as a father who has consistency, which is the ability to produce the same results over an extended period of time. So the Colossian man initiates Colossian initiatives. What are some of those Colossian initiatives? Well, I just have time to share a few with you. It is a game plan of reclaiming the joy of fathering. The first thing, if you want to reclaim the joy of fathering, is that your children must see you first loving their mother. That's the first thing. And Colossians say about husbands, love your wife and do not be embittered with them. You see, the greatest gift you can give your children is loving their mother or loving your wife. It reaches, it teaches them how love is real and it also teaches them how love works. When your children see you coming home and hugging your wife and saying to her, darling, I love you. Darling, I am loyal to you. Your sons and your daughter learn not just love, but how love must be demonstrated, not just in thought and word, but also in deed. The next thing your children need to see is your character. It just states that the one who lives with integrity is righteous. His children who come after him will be happy. Why would your children be happy? Because the father character has given them an inner strength that they can draw from. Your children are watching what you are doing and how you're doing it. Are you doing it with character and are you doing it with competency? And does that per persist with consistency in your masculinity to bless society, to show God's personality and make it a reality in your community and in your home. The next thing your child wants to know, your children want to know, if you are turning your hearts towards your children, they want to see their father's heart. You see, as your children move into their older years of your teenage years, 
They are beginning to see your imperfections as a father. They're beginning to see your ups and downs. They are beginning to share, you are beginning to share with them at this age, your hopes, your dreams, your regrets, your fears, and your doubts. Your children will see your heart and see you not just as a perfect dad, not a perfect dad. You are not, you are not demonstrating perfection, but you are demonstrating excellence. But also, you are becoming a friend to them. What a friend we have in Jesus. Jesus said to disciples, I no longer call you master because the servant never know what the master is doing. I call you a friend. And what a friend we have in Jesus. And then your children need to hear some things from you, dad. If you are going to reclaim the joy of fatherhood, it must be heard. Your children need to hear you say, I love you. They need to hear this on a daily basis from you. They also need to hear another thing. I am proud of you. You see, this become especially important in their teenage years. They need to hear you saying to them, uh, let me tell you, I'm proud of what you did. I appreciate how thorough you were in your homework. I appreciate your obedience. And when your mother asked you to do it, you did it with a joyful attitude. I appreciate your attentiveness that when I'm speaking to you, listen, we need to begin to tell our children that. And then you are good at doing something. You are good. You have to help them to appreciate your God-given bent. And I just want to quickly say that this is what God the Father did to his son. Just before he started his ministry, coming up out of the water, heaven opened, and they said a voice came from heaven, and God the Father said to his son, that is my son in whom I am well pleased. I love him. He said, I love him and I'm well pleased with him. And Jesus had not yet changed water to wine. He had not healed the sick. He had not cleansed the leopard. He had not yet opened the eyes of the blind. Yet and still his father saying, this is my boy. I love him and you'll do well. Why? He was not performance driven. He was love driven. He was character -live driven. He was driven by the father love. When the father love his sons and his daughter and the children know they are loved by the father, then it's easy for them to perform out of love. We love him because he first loved us. What does love have to do with it? Yes, love have a lot to do with it. For oh, it is God who so loved the world that he sent his son. This is so important. We need to start affirming and encouraging our children. We need to start teaching them life instructions. And most of all, we need to teach them spiritual excellence. You see, when a boy and a girl ask you, about God. What are you going to say to them? Why are you praying? Why are you going to church? You can say to them, let me say this to you, son. When I was a young man and did not know where to go, God met me where I was for God commended his love unto me while I was yet in sin. And he saved me and he showed me how to love, uh, to love him because the way he loved his son. You know, I come to the closing now, and in closing, I just want to call back to your memory. Those few words Jesus said as he was coming to the end of his life. On the cross, one of the words he said, and he said it at Naim, it was a word of mercy. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. 
And then he said another thing at another time in Matt 15, 34. He said, Elohim, El Eli, Eli, Lama Sabathani, which is translated, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? And then the last words he uttered were so important. It was a word of trust. He cried out for deliverance to the father. He said, father, into the hands I commit my spirit. That was Father's Day. But Father's Day started way back in eternity past that God chose to love us. He chose to come and give his life for us. In fact, on his earthly ministry, when they saw him, they asked him, why did you come? He said, I did not come on my own. My father sent me. They asked him, well, why are you working here? He said, hitherto the father been at work and the son have come to join him. They said, well, why are you doing this kind of work? He said, don't you know I am about my father's business? They said, show me your father, brother, and it will suffice. He said, man, I've been with you so long and you still ask me to see the father. If you have seen me, you have seen my father. Jesus became the visible manifestation of the invisible father who love his son and want all of us to become sons of God. So as many as receive him, they give right to become sons of God, even to those who will call upon his name. I want you to become a child of God this morning. I want you to call upon the name of the God so he can save you. I want you, I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if your mother and your father forgive you. God will pick you up. Not only will he pick you up, he will give you a new name. He will call you a child of God because you will be known now even as you're known then. The Bible says when you see him, you will be just like him. Don't you want to be like him? And if you are a child of God, I want you to now become edified like the son. Pray for us to be edified like his father so we can go back home and begin loving our children, mother, begin to turn our hearts to our children so our children's hearts will be turned to us. I want to wish you a happy Father's Day. I want to encourage you men to begin to continue reclaiming the joy of fathering and pastors. Let's make this an urgent ministry. I want to say to you, thank you for this opportunity and may you have a wonderful and blessed Father's Day. God bless you. I want to thank Dr. Brian Skinner for bringing us the Father's Day message today here on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, if you'd like to hear the message over again, just go to www.gospelforjesus.com. The messages are posted there for your listening pleasure anytime, anywhere in the world. Once again, that's www.gospelforjesus.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook. The messages are there uh, for each and every Every week for your listening pleasure anywhere in the world on your listening device. I'll be back uh, right after these brief message from our sponsors. Brothers and sisters, you are invited to join the Agape Community Church family on Sunday, June 23rd for their all-day appreciation and retirement celebration honoring Senior Pastor Bishop Dr. George Todd Jr. and First Lady Reverend Dr. Donna Todd for their tireless and loving 30 years of leadership and dedicated service 
at Agape Community Church. Special guest speaker for the 8 a.m. worship service and the 4 p.m. celebration program will be the Reverend Royal Todd of Cable Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. Guest speakers for the 1045 a.m. worship service will be Mother Doris Todd and Reverend Willie J. Sims. Agape Community Church invites you to come out and celebrate Pastor Todd and First Lady Donna Todd's 30 years of service and upcoming retirement all-day celebration, starting with the 8 a.m. worship service and continuing with the 1045 service and ending at the 4 p.m. celebration program on June 23rd at the Agape Community Church, located 1722 East Lancaster Boulevard in Lancaster. For more information, please call 661-949-1912. That's 661-949-1912. Well, my brothers and sisters, I want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. And I want to say happy Father's Day to all the uh, fathers that have been listening. And I pray that God will bless your day and your family. Don't forget to join us next week from 7 until 9 a.m. We'll be right here at 100.9 FM with some of the best gospel music in the nation. You can also check us out on Facebook and on the webpage during the week. We're at www.gospelforjesus.com. I pray that God will bless you, your family, and everyone around you. Bye-bye, my brothers and sisters.